Yo, 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 what up, Colin? What's up? We are here, episode 28 of Hacking Cool Dads. You brought us uh, random sodas again. Yeah. Well, I did. There's two bottles of Dad's root beer in there, which is the shit. I don't know if you've ever had Dad's root beer. I don't fuck with root beer. You don't? Root beer's gross. Oh, fuck you. Well, there's one of those bubble ups in there. I could, I'll fuck with that because I didn't drink it last week. Dude, you don't fuck with root beer? Nope. Weird. Kyle does. I, I don't know why. I've never liked it. Uh, there's other fucking dis- other drinks that I don't like, too. I can't remember what all of them are right now, but... Oh, Dr. Pepper. That's another one I don't really fuck with. I like Dr. Pepper. Um, I remember we went to... Ew. We went to, like, Wendy's or something one time, and I don't know why I was in dire need of a drink. I was like, oh, shit, I need a drink, and I grabbed somebody's drink, and it was fucking Dr. Pepper... And I was like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. I need something else. I set it down and grabbed the next person's drink, and it was fucking root beer. I was like, you know what? Fuck this. I'm done. <laughs> so this is uh, New Grape. Ooh. And I got it just because it said New Grape. Like, and it's spelled N-U. N-U. Like and then it says a flavor you can't forget, and it smells like melt- melted popsicles. It, smel- it smells like uh, those flavor ice. Yeah. The fucking ones that everybody has that start out as liquid, then you freeze them. It also doesn't seem too carbonated. mm <laughs> Let's give it a whirl. No, that's not bad. I like that. Yeah, it's not. I mean, it's it seems for having the tagline, a flavor you can't forget. It seems forgettable. Seems like your typical great yeah, soda. Hella forgettable. Um, Made with real sugar, though. Can't go wrong with that. So <laughs> I just got back from you were picking these up from the local market. Yeah. And um, uh, usually I don't meet you at that local market. <laughs> <laughs> so I. Uh, Got there and went inside and found some sodas and came back out and went to turn my Jeep on and nothing. You know, last night we were putting the uh, the uh, hard top on it, which was probably hilarious to watch us try to get the hard top around the side of my house in the dark. So fucking the weight distribution on those things when they're on their side is the mm. weirdest. Anyway, uh, put that on and started up to back it or to straighten it out in the driveway and uh my best friend was like um yeah you feel that hesitate and i was like yeah he's like you're probably gonna uh, probably have to get a new battery soon and then as i left tonight it was a little bit too you know mm. and then nothing dude you lot. have i think you have more car problems than i do it's because my last name is stimula is, is that is synonymous thing? my dad has car problems like crazy my mom has car problems my brother has car it, it's just a curse on the family name. It could be. I just don't know. Uh, because like I've said before, I've never met my dad. So he might have really fucking bad car luck. Uh, and then my mom has never driven a day in her life. Ever. Yeah. You like she, yeah, she, she bought that house, you know, cause of all the buses and shit. Um, but, but yeah, so it's sitting there. Hopefully we'll get to jump it afterwards. But now I got to think about what's going to happen in the morning. It's surprising yeah. that you don't have jumper cables. I do. I just, uh, not in your car where they typically are needed? Correct. There, right. We have them in the back of our pilot. I are do they, need to get a pair of, or a set for my Jeep, though. I'm I'm actually not confident the ones that I have or have ever been used. <laughs> like, I think I picked them up on a whim. Like, you know who has car problems? Me. You know who probably needs these? Me. Yeah. And five years later, still don't need them. But, yeah, so it's going to be another 150 bucks. I don't need to spend. Batteries are really expensive. Yeah, but, I mean... I've changed a lot of parts of cars, like in my life. I've only changed the battery in this car. 
I don't think I've ever had another car that made it long enough to need a new uh, a new battery. Let me rephrase. It's money that I don't need to be spending right okay, now. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. Current situation. <laughs> um, oh, boy. So I know that uh, after we recorded last week, um, I had said something like, oh, you know what we should do? I wanted to talk about and I never got a chance to is that fucking one chip challenge. Yeah, and then you said that we were going to do it, and then what well, do we, I see on Instagram? Still, what do I see can. on Instagram? You see that I did it. Um, here's why. I only came to know about this thing because my coworker uh, gets to talking about it one day and goes, by the way, I ordered us some chips. And I was like, for what? And it turns out he ordered chips for the fucking one chip challenge, which so, – so since that happened, a lot of things have come to light. One – Everybody kept going, oh, my God, where would you find the chips? They were sold out. And I'm like, I know nothing about that. So I go to the website. They are actually sold out. So I asked because them. Because it's like a meme? It's like a thing? Yeah, it's it's like the one chip challenge. And we got the new chips, too. They're, uh, I think the old chips were red. And, like, the new chips are black. <laughs> so it's like, I don't know if they, I know they start with a blue, like, corn tortilla chip or whatever. I don't know if the old ones did or not, but. Long story short, he said he paid $23 a piece for these chips. Jeez. And I was like, oh, wow. They're really fucking taking advantage of, like, the viral meme-ness of this. And then I see on the website, they're like $7. <laughs> so what happened was they did sell out, and he must have bought them from a reseller. So it made more sense. And then uh, I, in preparation for it, I mean, I, I like spicy stuff. We, I always get, like, typically the hottest you know salsas that they have and shit like that when we go to get tacos and you know all that bullshit um but i've never done anything that was novelty like that i've never done any of the wing challenges that are like you know the blazing or like the atomic or i've never done any of those so the past week i was like damn i really need to up my spice game (laughs) i went to fucking world market and i picked up a, a sauce which you know through a quick google i thought was like a way higher scoville and then I got it home and I was like, I re-Googled it again because I tasted it like, man, that is nothing. You got some coward shit. I got some bullshit. I got some shit that was like less hot than Cholula. <laughs> but the problem is that they sell it, they sell it like in a spice, like an actual shake spice, you know, a dry oh, yeah, rub. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they sell it in a sauce. The sauce is nothing. Apparently the actual spice is like 50,000 Scoville. So that's what I thought I was getting when, with a quick Google. It's not. So who's the Scoville guy? Well, I mean, it's, I don't know. That's the fucking, I'm sure it's a guy. I'm sure it's the guy who like discovered the science of, of how to measure hot. Yeah. I don't know. But the units seem weirdly arbitrary. Like why is it so, why is it thousands? Why can't it be like five Scoville? Oh (laughs) yeah. Like this one is 0.005 Scoville and it goes all the way up to like 10 or something like that. Why is it like, it's like the Japanese yen, like, well, it's like 5,000 yen is just like a few bucks or something, right? I, yeah, I but – I okay, so I'll, I'll play devil's advocate here. So maybe – well, definitely peppers did not used to be this fucking hot. So maybe it was a more realistic scale at one time. It was like 300. Yeah, exactly. And then they were like, you know what we could do? We could make a fucking hotter pepper. And then we're like, oh, fuck. We gotta, we're kind of stuck with this scale now. So this one is uh, 50,000. It's like, all right, it's still reasonable. Now, like, there's some of those challenges because everybody made me aware of all the challenges after I posted that um, that fucking thing that I did it. Um, everybody made me aware of all these challenges. Like, there's one called the Toe of Satan. It's 13 million Scoville. 
And just to put that in perspective, the chip I did was just under two million. You know, I uh, like spicy stuff, and I like extra spice. Like the idea of the one chip challenge is fun to me. I like burning up, like yeah, to be you know, like in a certain situation. But like, like all of these challenges where, or it's like, it's like what's the line between like masochism? And like having fun with spicy stuff, like like there's like well, thirteen million, like there's a point where you're just punishing yourself. But are you? See, I, that's the that that is exactly what it is. It's a challenge, right? Like it wouldn't be called a challenge if it was yeah, fucking easy. Right, I guess. So they're expecting these to be harder. I also watched uh, I watched this guy do the challenge. I mean, seemingly didn't bother him at all. First of all, my fucking coworker, she didn't move, didn't make a face, didn't do shit. Um, she's former Air Force. And she goes, yeah, so after this, I'll show you the video of me being tear gassed for 10 minutes. And I was like, <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have been part of this. Oh, uh, yep. There yeah. it is. So she didn't fucking move. So clearly she won. But um, I watched this guy. He ate, it was like 13 or 14 Carolina Reaper peppers, which are what make up the spice that's mm-hmm. on the chip. Mm-hmm. Um, hottest pepper in the world. And that dude vomited profusely. And he's not the world record holder. The world record holder ate 120 grams of peppers, which probably amounted to like 30 of them. That's a lot. Yeah. This dude ate um, 69, and it was like 13 nice. or 14. Yeah. That was his official grams. And he ate, uh, I don't know. Like I said, he, he fucking vomited profusely. It's something I never want to do. I don't even want to eat the pepper. I don't want to do the toast. I don't want to do shit. The, the chip is like, it's fine. It was agonizing. It sucked. <laughs> It's but, int- it's interesting seeing you with such a curved bill. Um, it's dude. I'll tell you what. I don't have. This is the only dad hat I have, right? And it's a fucking champion. Is that like? Is it weird to anybody but me? Like I, somehow I've bought into that. Like fuck it, let's wear champion again. Yeah, you know, I was down in uh at my father in law's house in Winston Salem, North Carolina, and that's where Haynes is based, and Haynes owns Champion. Yeah. And we were in like one of the Hanes stores, like the outlet stores or whatever. And they have like a whole like champion section. And there was like wild stuff, like where like the logo's giant yeah. and it's like a applique that's like half off the edge. And like, like it was like yeah. weird, like uh, high end streetwear kind of stuff. It well, was that's really interesting. Happened. I didn't know, I didn't know that about champion. Yeah, they came back. Like I'd say it was probably about 2017. It just started creeping back in, and I just started seeing people wear champion. I'm like, man, this is crazy because it, we were coming off of that streetwear trend where, you know, a T-shirt would cost you 50, 60 bucks for like a Crooks and Castles or Diamond Supply or something. We were coming off of that mm-hmm. into champion, and everybody that was wearing that is now wearing champion. But at that time, there was still this weird crossover where champion was still sold at like Meyer. And it was still twelve dollars for a crew neck, and Isn't shit it still like that. Like a Target, I don't know if it's at Target. Oh. Maybe I. I think it's actually still at Meyer, and uh, but it's not. It's not fucking twelve dollars a crew neck anymore. It's like forty. Like they, I don't know what happened to push that, but out of nowhere, shit just started coming back. But yeah, I have a fucking champion dad hat. It's interesting. It's cool. Yeah, it's for, just, it's for just no weird. reason because normally your hats are taller and flatter. <laughs> taller and flatter, <laughs> but. The, totter, taller and then flatter. And the bill, yeah, the brim is flatter. All my snapback. Yeah. Anyway, I saw that you, um, I saw that <laughs> <laughs> you, 
you put something on the fucking uh yeah so we were in the board we were in the car today and i said to tell this this is a very quick story we're in the car today and it was just sierra and beatrice and i and you know b is seven and in second grade out of nowhere she goes dad i have a question and i was like what she goes does anybody listen to your podcast oh shit (laughs) We weren't talking about it. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. It was just like the ran and like she set it up. Like I have a question. Like the, like when the kids say that usually is like a really inquisitive thing. Uh-huh. And I was like, good question. I was like, at least a couple or at <laughs> yeah. least a handful. It was I just mean, really funny. <laughs> I mean, we, we definitely have, um, we have our listeners that have subscribed on various platforms and I can always tell cause when the podcast goes live, we get this like huge spike of downloads, and I'm assuming those are auto downloads from whatever yeah. you know app or media platform they're uh, uh, following on. And so we get this huge spike, and then you see these ones just like it's just plays just trickle in for like the next week until we do another one. Weird. And I'm like, I wonder how these other people are discovering it because I do zero, you know, advertising zero. I don't really do shit anymore. I just kind of fucking come here, have fun. Drink beer or soda or whatever we're drinking at the time, and then we talk about a bunch of random shit, and I go home. Got him. Hey. Um, Killing bugs. But uh, I will say that certain, you know, for instance, a few weeks ago, I talked about Mike Lair yeah. and what and his snaps to me, and those snaps resumed. He oh, goes, yeah? He goes, I heard you on the podcast, and here you go. Brap. Nice. So- those those have resumed. I wonder if uh, if somebody or if if that. I wonder how he found out about it because I'm pretty sure um, he followed on the Podbean um, platform, and it, it's interesting, like to see which one of our friends find out about it, which which method, right? And where I'm going with this is like on Podbean, you can create an account and subscribe, and I've seen like at least like five five or more people that I know are friends mm-hmm. um, that have subscribed and we're the only podcast they follow. So I'm like, okay, they created an account to listen to this, which is cool. Thank you for supporting that. <laughs> but the shit is on all the other ones. <laughs> you don't have to create an account on Podbean. So uh, that Dr. Bird's song, that Griselda oh, track. Oh, yes. Damn. Yeah. Damn. So we got... On Friday, our first, the first single from the Griselda collab record that's coming out on Shady next month. Which I don't, I don't know why it was so hard to find that. Like, yeah, it was weird. It was weird to find. Like, I, I read a thing about it and was like, oh, I'm gonna go listen to this. And I searched it and couldn't find it. I had to find the Spotify, Spotify link through an embed in an article. That's the, on I guarantee that's the same one. That's yeah. the same one I found. And then from there, I like shared the link with yep. a couple of friends and then I had it. Yeah. But, that's super weird. Uh, wonder why the, fuck the it was beat weird. is awesome. Oh, the there. kick drum is like so low and I, Oh dude, it's great. I can't wait to hear more. It is extremely New York. Yeah. And, uh, on the, on Halloween, West side guns putting out his next mixtape. These guys. Uh, I did not catch that. These guys. And on Friday, that Smoke Dizzo rapper yeah. put out a collab EP, six songs with Benny. Conway's in one song. Yep. Uh, uh, West Side Guns in another song. And that thing 
slaps or bangs or whatever you want to call it too. <laughs> I mean, it's just crazy. These it's like these guys are just living in the studio and just shitting out gold. But they've got all the hype right now. That's kind of what you have to do. Yeah. Like you can't you can't have the hype and just think you're going to just tore off that same shit. Like you got to and we're also living in the age where like it's digital media. So from the time so they fast. record it, they can upload that shit hours later. Yeah. So people have that expectation. And it hits hard, gets a lot of hype, and that hype is gone it's in gone. a quarter of the time. Yeah. A fraction of the time. Yep. So you got to keep on just pumping shit out. I wonder, I wonder these artists, these like, you know, Conway and folk, like, I wonder uh, how much shit they just have in the backlog for, like, if the motherfuckers get writer's block or something, they can just pull something out the archive. Because mm. that used to be the shit back in the day. You know, you'd go in and you'd record an album and you'd keep two or three tracks back maybe one was good two just were okay and then later down the road do something and release a b-side or release like yeah. a new single i mean that's just that's how you keep your, your hype train rolling um to go back to what you're saying about uh b asking did anybody listen to it? it's oh. funny because i've actually caught my kid listening to it before polar oh yeah no it's fine because i told you i i'm not the one to he listens to uncensored music. yeah you're right you're right you're right so like I do tell him not to, but I've caught him listen to it as well. So, I, and he really, really wants to come here and like be on the podcast. So I was like, maybe, maybe we could do that. What maybe. if he did that? What if he did it and like, uh, um, like I had my boys on too, and the, but we they we just like pixelated their faces and pushed their voices down <laughs> like this when they talk. <laughs> well, well, I, he, I guess they all have YouTube's. Do they? Oh, we talked about this. They have it, but do they have any videos? No, but I forgot that you're that. What do you, what do you hear? Was that next door? I don't know. Who cares? We're just keeping. I forgot rolling. that your boy is very online. He is, but he doesn't actually have any videos. Like the only videos he's recorded, oh he hasn't published any yet. Nah, the only ones are on my computer still because we didn't stream uh, them. We just did. Uh, uh, we did recording. I see. So he's like perfecting his craft. Wow. It's not it's it's pretty good, right? Yeah. So yes. have you guys had parent teacher conferences yet? Uh I blew it off. <laughs> um by accident. Okay. I, I Hey man, me too. Half. So I, go uh, on. we haven't the younger kids at the elementary school haven't been scheduled yet, but but uh Rowan's in the middle school had, uh I scheduled it during the open house or yeah. whatever. And then uh I ended up having to take that business trip a couple weeks ago, and I totally forgot about it till that day. I was like, "Oh shit!" I was supposed to be at conferences tonight, mm. but I was in Milwaukee. So. Got it. So <clears throat> I went to I went to Hayden's. Uh, my wife set everything up, sent me the screenshot, put it on the calendar, told me you know the whole thing. Right? I go, and as I pull up, I'm like, "Man, school is still in. This is weird. Like, school is still in. I wonder, is it really supposed to be three thirty? So I send her or I call her real quick. She's like, yeah, it's 3.30. All right, cool. I go in. I have uh, the conference. I get out 10 minutes later. Um, go home, right? So I'm going to tell two parts of the story. One, she just gushed about his writing the whole time. <laughs> Seriously. She's like, your kid is the fucking best. And it was just nothing but compliments about how how his writing is amazing and like how she just wants to take pictures of it and share it online all day. I'll cut his name out. I'm like, all right, cool. Do whatever. So I'm reading his, uh, his story and it's like, it's supposed to be like an introspective thing about like, how has your writing changed over the past year or whatever? Um, so, you know, been over fourth grade and he's like, 
he wrote some long ass story. I'll I'll butcher it, but it was something like, um, I would have said Jimmy ate some bananas. Now I say Jimmy grabbed the delicious boomerang of fruit and ravenously like <laughs> like he fucking went into something. I was like, oh my god, not bad, yeah, not bad, kid. Anyway, so you said you missed it by accident. Um, so I left right because. My stomach was in complete disarray from the chip challenge the day before. <laughs> and That's some good dad shit right there. Yeah. My stomach was in disarray. And I was like, all right, I'm out. I go home. And she goes, so how was the second teacher? And I'm like, the fuck are you talking about? Like, you sent me a screenshot. It had the room number and it had the time. And the time was from 3.30 to 3.40. There was no second anything. There was nothing mentioned anywhere. She's like, yeah, he has two teachers. Like, you, you got to go to both. I'm like, all right. Fine. I should have known that, but still, like, how you gonna set me up like that? She's like, she set me up by not giving me the information, and then I got in trouble. Um, <laughs> so she went back to the second one, mm. and I stayed at home where I could just, you know, let my chip out. Let your chip out. Let my chip out. It almost killed my coworker. Hilarious. I mean, quite literally, almost <laughs> killed him. Like, we were gonna call the squad. What? Yeah. Yeah, see, now you're taking it serious. Now that you're yeah, like, yeah, you're like, damn, yeah. he's not joking. Yeah, so there were six of us that did it. Um, He was one of three who held out the longest, right? Everything was good. He's going, he's chilling, he's eating some ice cream. And then um, one of the other coworkers comes out of our bathroom and goes, hey, I'm not trying to blow his shit up or anything, but he's on the floor in there. And I was like, oh, word? <laughs> so I walked in and I go check on him. And he's like, you know, breathing real hard and it hit him real hard. So I don't know. He was fine, like in the mouth and everything, but like it hit him in his stomach. He's like, it's a pain and a cramping I've never felt in my life. And we were like, all right, dude. Um, drink- yeah, try drinking this water. And he couldn't grip the water. Like his hand physically wouldn't grip the water. And he was on the floor. And uh, And we told him like five more minutes and we're calling the squad. Like we literally have a squad next door. Five more minutes if you can't and you're still in this shape because it was bad. We just had a constant rotation of people in there checking on them. So that's the type of bullshit we're doing at work. That's crazy. Don't. So I'm still going to get you one. I got to try this. Yeah. I'm still going to get you one. Speaking of almost dying, uh, uh, we I went to a, a, a child's birthday party yesterday with my children. Not just by myself. Showed up. Um, Showed up drunk. At Get Air. Oh, my God. Funnest place in the city. Dude, 15 minutes in, I literally felt like I was going to keel over and die. We talked about that once before because I, I took Hayden. Dude. What all did you do? Did you just jump? We were just jumping, and I did a, some of those jumping into the foam pits, and that shit is really hard to get out of. It is. And, uh, yeah, that, like, I might feel it in my back and my neck and my stomach today. I woke up with a splitting headache this morning. I don't know if that was, uh, if I gave myself whiplash or some shit, but you know, that's a thing. No. My little brother gave himself whiplash as a kid. Just jumping on a trampoline? No, he was, we were chasing each other around the room. He was like five years old and he jumped from one lazy boy to the other lazy boy, whipped his head back. He had to wear a neck brace for like a month and a half. Now this is, this is going to sound like a, but the doctor literally said it was whiplash. Well, this is going to sound like a dumb fucking question. I'm sure. But how the fuck do you test for whiplash? I don't know. So that's what I mean. Like, how the fuck do you test for whiplash? 
Also, if I woke up with a headache, it would be whip, whiplash. It would be shaken baby syndrome. But, uh, cause that's what that is. It's your brain. Yeah. Yeah. Whipping Knock, around knocking inside on your, the, <laughs> knocking on the walls. We're, I, I guarantee we are 10 minutes away from music blasting through this wall right here. That's all right. Uh, we're 24 minutes in. <laughs> Ish. Um, no, get air is really cool. So I, I like the, uh, there's that section where you can like basically run and jump out and grab onto, I don't know, hanging net things. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, did you do that shit? Yeah, and dude, I, I did tr- all that. And then and the back, trying to do the slack line, shit's funny. And in the back, there's uh, like Ninja Warrior style shit where you like it's like the monkey bars, but they go upward and shit. Oh yeah, yeah, that was uh, I did it, and it, then right after I and right after I did it, and it like hit really hard. Mm-hmm. And somebody who worked there was like, "Oh, no one's supposed to be using that. It's broken right now." <laughs> oh no shit. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Um. Yeah, that's cool. We actually have uh, uh right up by my building, we have a real Ninja Warrior gym. So, really? yeah, the whatever her name is, I Michelle Obama? Mark, no, god damn it. She's not a Ninja Warrior. She's um, got she's got mus- muscly arms. <laughs> does she? <laughs> Why do I have no idea what her arms look like? Why do you know what her arms look because like? Because that was always a thing. Like all everybody all the Republicans were so mad all the time because she needed to show decorum because she always wore sleeveless dresses and shit like that. And now they don't give a fuck. Oh my god! <laughs> the first lady was a first lady has done pornography, so <laughs> went for it. Man, we should just go back to the one chip challengers. Because <laughs> if you get us on politics, we'll be here for. I'm not getting on politics. Yeah, uh, there's not a whole lot to talk about pol- politically this week because we're all being inundated with it. 24 7 and it seems that everybody's starting to uh kind of fall out of love with this guy you think so yeah he's 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 really shit in the bed right now with this foreign policy stuff but not many people are happy with him with his moves in syria i well specifically that they're not not the his supporters are not being very loud about it but uh they are uh there's a lot of it seems that this is the dam is starting to break <laughs> a little bit oh dad's root beer now this it bums me out that you don't like root beer honestly because like dad's is like the shit it's I, that shit i've heard that um one time for mm. i don't know if it was like a birthday or something for kyle because kyle's a big root beer guy um i bought all kinds of fancy root beers like i i want to say like maybe i ordered them offline or something like ones you can't get anywhere mm-hmm. um i'm drawing a blank as to what i got but it was a bunch of fancy shit i think the website was called like the soda pop shop some shit like that got them from all over the place and i know when we would go to maybe the fair they have like that root beer truck where it's like old-fashioned root beer yeah, yeah 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 like with like the it's all it looks like it's barrels yeah stuff. exactly this is like those little candies, you know, the little root beer barrel candies. Yeah, those suck too. <laughs> Fuck off, man. dude. Those are fucking garbage. <laughs> oh man, I love this. I love it. Do you like those uh, little candies that come that uh, look like they're wrapped up in uh, strawberries? Yeah. What are those called? I don't know. See, nobody fucking knows what those are called. That's a thing. Like we all know exactly. I said the little candy wrapped up like strawberry. You're like, yeah, I know exactly what that is. I've never met a person that knows what those also, are Also, where do they come from? Nobody knows. I, I couldn't even fucking tell you where to buy those. Weird. 
I would assume the dollar you never, store. You never really think about that, like the bat part where they come from. Like where, like how did they end up like in my uh, Christmas candy or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, well, how, how did they end? I up I feel there? like it was some kind of fucking secret thing that grandmas knew about that no one else knew about. They that, like it. a craft store, like yeah. Joanne Fabrics or something. Oh like yeah, that. it's in the checkout line. It's an impulse buy. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that shit. Weird. So, so I'm thinking about getting my kid a cell phone. I told you that we were doing that. No, did you? Didn't I? I thought we talked about this last week. Oh, we might have. I know we talked about like Gizmo Pal watches and shit. Yeah. Go on. Because oh, I'll well, chime in. Okay, mine is for a complete bullshit reason. I mean, he's with the Gizmo Pal, he basically already has a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Right? It's like I thought that that was going to be some kind of interim step that was like, oh, let's make sure that you're responsible enough and yada, yada. But it's like always on his wrist. So he can't really lose it. So it's not like it. It teaches him to not misplace his phone or get his phone stolen or to not go over data or some weird shit like that. It doesn't really when I when I thought about it later, I'm like, it doesn't really teach shit. So I was thinking about getting a phone, but what I'm waiting on now, I really, really need to buy my mom a new cell phone. And I said, well, before I buy my mom a new cell phone, let me wait because they always have those deals. It's like buy a phone, get a phone free, but one phone has to be a newly activated line. So buy him a phone, newly activated line get my mom a free phone and then i get out of half and pay like you know a thousand dollars for a phone mm-hmm. so why are you getting your kid phone you know it's just one of those things where i don't know it seems wild to me that an 11 year old would have a phone it's just crazy yeah um but literally every kid his age at his school has one and so they part, take him to school though no they're not allowed to okay um but like it's just it's super weird because um it i don't know he's 11 years old yeah you know like he he still like cries about shit <laughs> you know mine's uh, at home crying right now to be fair i cry about stuff but uh um but you know it's one of those things where we're just doing it partly because it's just the norm and don't want him to be that kid you mm-hmm. know what i mean uh, but Sierra got a new phone and she still had an iPhone eight, so it's still good. And, uh, but, um, we're just doing it and we're going to give miles the gizmo. Oh, okay. So, so I, I thought all your kids had those gizmo things. No, no. So we're waiting for the SIM card to come and then. Damn. Look at that. I don't Flexing know. I feel weird. Them. I feel weird about it personally, but was this decision uh was this decision no, made was, by the real boss Ooh, no i was part of the decision okay. uh, it's it's just weird it's just one of those things it's weird you know it, you, you know what i mean like every time you think like oh i finally got this then there's like a new parenting challenge where it's like well i've never experienced this before what am i gonna do with this do you have that i feel like i am so close to um like puberty with this kid yeah, us too. Like that, it terrifies me. That's the one that that just fucking terrifies me. Like he had two pimples, and I was like, "Oh my god, that's like that's the equivalent of like a warning shot." You know what I mean? So, mm. oh, speaking of uh, speaking of kid, so he had state finals today for um, cross country. So their team, I guess, was actually. I mean, their team's really good. They've got some fucking beasts on there, and and I'm starting to realize now, like maybe their team is good and the whole time i've been like holy shit do you know what these kids are running it's because that team is that good i i don't i'm i still don't know that all eight-year-olds are running like fucking six minute miles like crazy that blows my fucking mind to think about 
But anyway, their their team went to state finals. Um, I did not make it out tonight or today, rather. Um, his grandparents took him, and my wife ran the Columbus Marathon today. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually did make it out to right around like mile eighteen point whatever, like right between eighteen and nineteen. I made it out, and she requested that I bring her a uh, black tea lemonade from Starbucks and a cake pop. So that's what I did. So I showed up, brought her that, so she had some fucking calories to run. You know, that's a thing, right? Like, they, like, runners, especially marathoners, they they keep, like, snack, like, all kinds of snacks and pouches and shit um, on them because they need constant sugar and carbs and salt and electrolytes and all that shit to, to run or else your body, like, because I think there's an actual, you know, like, mile 20 or something like that is, like, when your natural reserve of this shit is all used up that's crazy so you gotta fucking be shoving that shit in there but she forgot all hers in the car so she's like uh if you're gonna be at 18 uh do you think you could bring me a cake pop that's hilarious yeah it's just like running oh yeah she saw me she came over and i put a straw in the black tea lemonade you know how like the starbucks cups they have like mouthpieces now i put the fucking straw in there i already knew ahead of time she came over and like four drinks drank the whole drink grabbed the cake pop Gave Eloise a kiss and was like, oh, I love you, bye. And, like, kept Crazy. going. Finished the marathon. What is a – do you fuck with the office? Not really. No. Something about that humor just never – We have it on basically quickly. all the time at home. Like, we just, like – Except just, for Wayne's World. It just, like, starts and then we go through season, through all all seven seasons or whatever and then start start over. Just good, easy watching. And uh, there's a one where Michael Scott is running a marathon and he thinks he has to carb up. So like right before he runs the race, he eats like all this like fettuccine Alfredo and stuff like that. Like just ridiculous. So that's real. He just missed it by like a day or two. Like he so, should have did it. Yeah. Like she carved up on uh, like Thursday, Friday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my so Hayden's grandparents were like, oh, should I have him eat a bunch of carbs or what should I do? And I was like. He's running two miles. <laughs> like, it's a normal dinner would be just fine. He gets home, uh, comes in, and he's like, I don't feel well. I need to lay down. I'm like, all right. Well, I'm not going to let you sleep all day and fuck your whole schedule up, but you can take, like, a little two-hour nap or whatever. Uh, takes a nap, wakes up, and I said, do you want Chipotle or anything? Because my wife was, like, post-marathon. She needs, you know, she needs to eat. I'm like, oh, I'll grab Chipotle before I go to the, the podcast. He goes, no, I don't want Chipotle. I'm like, man, you really don't feel well. So it's the first time he stayed at his grandparents in a while. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what all did you eat while you were there? I have a feeling. You know, was, I was just like, I have a feeling that it wasn't the best shit. He's like, what do you mean today? I'm like, yeah, what would you eat today? What you, would you have for breakfast? Well, I had uh, bacon and two slices of toast. I'm like, okay, so it's not too bad, right? Um, I'm like, what about yesterday? Do you have any candy? He was like, well, some. Do you have any cookies? Yeah. Okay. I know that you got uh, gum. You got that bubble tape. Oh, I chewed all of that. I'm like, that's like a week's supply of bubble tape. <laughs> so you chewed a week's supply of bubble tape, ate candy, cookies. I'm like, what'd you have for dinner? Pizza. Okay. And today you just had a shit ton of bacon, uh, some cookies, and uh, bread. So, yeah, you probably do feel like shit. Like, those are all things just high in salt. Yeah. Like, pizza fucking dehydrates me. Every time that we have a pizza night, I wake up in the middle of the night like, ugh, I need to drink something. 
go downstairs and just chug a whole cup of water or whatever. Um, you want to do something different? Sure. We don't usually do trivial things that bother us in the middle. But I was on my way here today, and um, something was really bothering me. So I was like, oh, I'm going to put that on. So I did. And? Light bulbs that are the are different colors in the same room. Oh, man. It drives me nuts. And I deal with this. I Well, I'm not going to lie and say daily. I deal with it in my bathroom when I shower, which isn't daily. I'm not a daily shower. No, me either. But uh, the one that's over our bathtub, or our shower, rather, is like a brighter light. You know, it's like closer to that daylight. And then the four that are over the sink are not. So anytime it's on, it fucking aggravates the shit out of me. And it, then, like brightness doesn't bother me so much as uh, the temperature. That's 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 what I mean. Like it is cool versus yeah. warm. Yeah, so like we've talked about this before, like the Kelvin or whatever. So warm is like thirty five hundred. Uh, bright white, quote unquote, is somewhere around forty five hundred, and then fifty five hundred and up, I think, is daylight. The one that's in the bathtub is like, you know, it's that 5,500 like daylight. It's supposed to look like daylight. It is. And then the other ones are like 35. So it is drastically different. And I noticed today when I was driving here, um, the fucking, the traffic light, the the two greens were different. And I was like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why the fuck? Ain't that the same fucking traffic light? Like, what are what are they doing? So that's my trivial thing. I got those daylight light bulbs because I thought it sounded interesting because I really like daylight in the house. Like Mm -hmm. I really like opening all the windows and just getting tons of natural light. So I thought that sounded interesting because they like said like it's like natural light. And Mm -hmm. I put them all in my kitchen. I I turned them on. I was like, nope. As soon as I turned them on, I was like, no way. Like I hated how it looked. It just looked weird and almost like fluorescent lights. Yeah. Yeah, It was weird. Yeah. It's definitely an adjustment. Um, one of my old departments I was at, that was like a big initiative as to change all the lights to the more daylight. I came in from outside, walked into that. Well, no, excuse me. I, I walked into the main hall first. The main hall hadn't been changed over yet. So it was the warmer kind of fluorescent look. I walked in my department and was like, what the fuck? They had changed all the bulbs. And it was giving people headaches going between the two. Like they'd walk out to go to the bathroom, come back in, and they would like fuck them up. So people were actually going home. Um, I like it at my house, but I don't do the daylight ones. I do the bright white. So I need it to be bright as fuck, but uh, not quite daylight because it really is weird. Mm-hmm. It's super weird. I have a trivial thing. Hit me. People who walk their dogs while riding their bike. No shit. I hate that. It's, it's like you're making him walk. You fucking get up and walk. Or people who walk their dogs like with their arm hanging out of the car. Have you seen that? Holy shit. No, I've never seen that. Walk down the fucking street. Okay. I I, I just can't imagine you can't ride fast on a bike when you're walking a dog. Right? So there's it's it just depends a lot, on the size of the dog. It's a, but but it's still it's a lot of this like, you know, like trying so, to keep the bike up cuz you're going so goddamn slow. There is a uh I, maybe maybe I have a slightly... I see it in UA all the time, and it drives me crazy. I have a slightly biased opinion because I do see this every day. There, I have a, a slightly kid. biased opinion because I walk my dog on my bike. Is that what no, you're no not, I don't walk my dogs. <laughs> Fuck those things. They walk They walk all day around the house. <laughs> we take them outside. Um, no, there's a kid in my neighborhood. He's 
probably maybe a year, maybe two years older than Hayden. And every single day he takes his dog for like a little jog around the community. He's got like a mongoose mountain bike and he's got a big ass like golden retriever or something. And the dog's like just trotting right next to him. Looks happy and healthy. Fine. Fine. It looks great. I haven't seen any of these ones that's like hard, you know, hard to keep the bike up because they're going so slow. He's like, he's cruising and the dog loves it. All right. That's, that's, it bothers me. Yeah, no, it's totally a trivial thing that bothers you. <laughs> I was just defending it for the sake of, I've seen a kid and I appreciate that he's getting out there and taking his dog for, that's, cause there, there's something to be learned there. Um, we have, uh, Hayden take the dogs out to go to the bathroom every day. That's like, that is his job. He basically takes them out, cleans up the poop and feeds them. You know, and that is a morning and a night thing. And if the dogs need to go out several times at night, he does that. And that's like, that's his responsibility, right? Because when I look at what these other kids have for responsibilities and what he had, the kid had nothing. So we were really struggling. Like there was a, um, there was an article that was like, what do you, what do you have your kids do um, for chores? And it was this crazy fucking list. And I was looking at some of the shit, like I never had any of that. My mom never made me do like any fucking chores maybe take the trash out once in a while and so it was super foreign to me and i wasn't sure like how much are we supposed to be allowing him or, or telling him to do like what what should his chores be um so we, we compromised on the dogs and then like he cleans his toilet but for the most part he doesn't really have any fucking chores yeah we do uh we do a chore time after school every day and it's always like on the fly like what's our chore for the day so like they have to do something uh, and that could be anything from we just folded all your clothes. You need to hang them up and put them away or, uh, or, you know, the front living room needs picked up cause it's all kids toys or, you know, so, so yeah. we just pick something every day and, uh, um, and then usually they're supposed to during media break time before dinner, they're supposed to pick up their rooms too, that we're trying to make it. it we always have a cycle where their rooms just like get to like a fucking shithole level mm. and then we do this big four hour aggravating deep clean yeah but we're trying to get them in more in the habit of you know we're talking about getting putting a tv in the the boys room so they can play video games in their room and stuff like that because my father-in-law gave us an old tv and it's got an arm for the wall and stuff like that but we were like we are not doing anything in your room until you guys can show us that you're keeping it consistently clean mm. and that hasn't happened yet yeah. <laughs> so I have a TV, a spare TV in the basement. I'm always like looking for people to try and give this TV to. So you said something about putting a TV in there and I'm like, do you need one? So I don't know why I have this fucking spare TV. Um, does Hayden get an allowance? Uh, no, but we're about to start, I think. See, we do do an allowance, but part they understand the part of that is chores. What do they spend their allowance on? Like, what? The well, fuck? that's an issue uh, because it's it's like every week – I want to buy V bucks and, uh, and we're just, we're just like, look, we got to the point where it was like, no, like we're not, you're not going to get your allowance and immediately spend it on in-app purchases every week. So we've started a new thing where, uh, they're not allowed to spend their allowance every week. Like it's like once at the end of the month or something like that. And, uh, they are also only allowed or no. Maybe we're not doing that part. They're only allowed to get a digital per purchase like once a month or something like that mm -hmm. just because it's just we're trying to teach them 
good spending habits and saving and stuff like that. And, you know, the two of us aren't that good at it anyway. So, um, yeah, neither are we, but we're, we're not either. And that's, that was the same thing with, with, uh, Hayden. He wanted to buy fucking V bucks. And he's like, Oh, I'm going to buy this new emote. I'm like, you are paying real world physical currency, so you can dance, so that game. your fucking character can do a different dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've had this argument. Oh my god! But then I get to the point where I realize, like, it's a different, it's a, it's just a different cultural thing. Like, it what is. was the stupid thing that I was begging my mom to buy? You tell she me. She was like that. She was like, oh, no, I'm not. I'm just thinking. No, like, do you have you figured it out? No, I've been trying to think of what the equivalent was like, for me. Where I'm like begging for something that my mom felt was completely irrelevant or uh mine was probably spray pointless. paint to vandalize something that's weird yeah i don't know what it was um because when i was like when i was like uh rowan's age probably so when i was like 11 10 9 10 11 years old that's when i started listening getting into music so i was spending all my money on on cds i would ride my bike to best buy and buy a new cd once a week or once every two weeks there was a store on, I don't know if it was Hamilton or Bryce. It was called the Record Connection. Do you remember this place? Uh, no, because I that must have been before my time. I moved here when I was 18. All right. Well, no, they they were around <laughs> after that. It was like the, it was the place where you could get the music we were looking for. You know, that you couldn't get it like Media Play and Best Buy and shit like that. Yeah. Um, the other one was Magnolia. Mm-hmm. Like, those were the two. And I'd go out the record connection and buy uh, decals. Like, when decals started becoming, oh, like, yeah. a thing. Oh, yeah. You spend seven bucks on those a fucking... Like the ones that you put on in the... The transfers, yeah. yeah. Yeah, those were... That's what I used to spend, like, fucking random money on. <laughs> so, they used to sell the shit out of those at Hot Topic when I worked there. I wanted... I remember when Hot Topic wasn't around here and, like... You'd have to order it offline, and then the hot topic got stores, and it was like I, it was a little, I don't say it was past my time, but it was to the point where like I wasn't into that shit anymore per se, and then they started getting like all the scene band shirts, and then I started having to go to hot topic again. The, the funny thing about hot topic is is like I do have a love hate relationship with it. Yeah. I've always thought the store was pretty stupid, obviously, uh, you know the trip pants and stuff like that. Yeah, um, but. Uh, and I didn't have one in Grand Rapids growing up. We had a we had a Gadzooks, and that was it. Yeah. And there was a Hot Topic like that came in like maybe my senior year of high school, but I was on the other side of town, and uh, by that point I was like getting really into emo and stuff like that. So, um, I feel like it's a very similar story as to what I'm saying. Yeah, but what the funniest the funny other part though is is I needed a job. And I was walking through Polaris and saw a sign that said we were opening a new location at Easton and need a staff apply within or whatever. And I, I literally, as a smug scene kid, 19 years old, was like, I'm going to apply for this job to be funny because it's hot. Could you imagine working hot topic? And I did that and I handed him my application and he interviewed me on the spot and he hired me halfway through the interview. And, uh, but the funny, the funny part is like that place became. I still thought the store was always really silly, and I still do. 
but it it's became such a like big a- part of my life. I worked there for a really long time. I left and I and I got fired from another job and I came back. And you know, like I worked there for a really long time and I met I got involved in the Columbus hardcore scene from working there because Mary Heisel was my boss. You know, like no I got plugged way. in with all the, the straight edge and DMC guys because I worked at Hot Topic. You know, I met all the ringworm guys because I worked at Hot Topic and Danny used to come in all the time. You know, like it's so weird. It like and then like I see like uh what's that band? Uh like moths to flames or whatever. Yeah, they practice here. Those motherfuckers I remember when those kids were like 12, 13 years old, they would come into Hot Topic and they would hang out and we'd have to kick them out because they would hang out too long and they were annoying as fuck. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's just like, it's so funny. I'm like the attack attack guys, the same thing, you know, it's like they were all little kids and, and it's just weird. It's weird looking back on that time because it is funny because I worked at Hot Topic and I left there and I went to work at Urban Outfitters. So I went from like, <laughs> Something I like always thought was tongue in cheek into like tongue in cheek in the other direction in this like yeah. ultra hip way. It's just really weird. It's it's just I have this weird love hate relationship with the hot topic. I want to go back to something. Go. What job did you get fired from? <laughs> uh it was the uh you know the CCS skateboard catalog? Yeah. So they had a call center uh up in Westerville mm-hmm. uh that was in the they were owned by um that uh alloy the women uh, the girls like uh uh teen girls catalog clothes really called alloy or something like that and there was another there was another one anyway but they were they were owned by that so it was all the same call center but then there was like the ccs skateboard guys that were like these two cubicle areas in the back corner of the room and it was all of these like stoner kids who were always late to work and stuff like that anyway i worked there for a minute with one of my bandmates in symphony apparel and do you know Todd Man? Uh, no, big guy, DMC. Yeah. He was always on the road with Symphony Apparel. He was like one of my best friends, and he worked there too. And uh, it was just a place where we went to work and didn't, and just fucked off all day and answered phone calls and sold skateboards to kids who were who were calling in with their parents' credit cards. So we could sell them anything because they just had their parents' credit cards. You know, these are a bunch of rich suburban kids, and I got fired from there because. Uh, they were cracking down on just people being up to policies, like the procedures and stuff like that. So like, uh, one of my friends got fired. I'm not going to say which one, but one of my friends got fired, uh, because he was, uh, because we could do anything we wanted in the system. <laughs> so he was shipping shit to himself through his friend's address and stuff mm. like that. You know, you know, so he got fired for doing stuff like that. But then my, uh, uh, bandmate and I, we, I guess I already said who it was. It was Todd. Um, but my bandmate and I, we got fired because we, Symphony Apparel had a show in Germany. And so we had a flight there and back and we, we forgot to take off the dates and, uh, we wrote, we have like a shift book, you know, you could write shifts in and people would take them and they were almost always gone within like three or four minutes. We put our shifts in there and, uh, got back and found that nobody took our shifts and we had, we both had two no call, no shows in a row and, uh, we were fired. And I'll never forget. I was, I was like 19, I was like 19 years old or something like that. And I was just figuring out this stuff. And I, I had never been fired from a job before. I remember calling my dad and I was just like bawling my eyes. I was like, I got fired. Really? Can you come pick me up? And, uh, came and picked me up. And that afternoon I went right back to Hot Topic and I was just like, uh, can I, you know, do you need any help? I'll, and I got, it was, it was demotion because I was a manager before and I came in as a sales associate when I came back. 
I wonder what percentage of people our age, especially from like our backgrounds and cultures, worked at a fucking call center. Because my, I mean, my first jobs, multiple, all my first jobs were call centers. In Columbus, it was also because I was right around that age where our whole age group was starting to get jobs like that. In Columbus, there was that call tech or something. That was like where every, but all the freaks went. Yeah. All the Al Rosa. You know why? Because there was like a joke. It was like, uh, if you're breathing, you can get a job there. (laughs) And everybody that was going on tour, this was like, this is what everyone did. Okay. Hold on a second. I'm, I'm waiting. Oh boy. What? I'm just getting texts. Our neighbor, the kids were down the street at a neighbor's house and the mom texted Sierra and I saying that Miles and Rowan were fighting and screaming and stuff like that. And she's just sending him home. I guess they hit each other with a broom or something. I don't know. Jesus. I'm just, I'm, uh. See, I, my wife listens to this podcast and she's been like, you know, kind of joking like, oh, here's some good names for kids. Like giving me that like nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Let's have a third kid. And I just want to be like, No. <laughs> because like you see what happens like I feel like three is where everything changes and you could obviously testify this um, I feel like you can't I, like I have a I have a Hyundai like you need a different type of vehicle when you have three kids especially if you have two of them that have car seats what am I going to do cram a 10 year old between two car seats <laughs> you know yeah so anyway um, so this is what everybody this was the hustle that everyone did to that call tech place you got paid full your full um, wage per hour to go through training. And they fucking hired everybody. So all you did was before you left for tour, nobody had real jobs to get some money for tour. You go, you apply, you start with whatever project they put you on. You go through the two week training and then you leave. (laughs) And then you just got paid to sit in class all day and not really do shit. They changed the policy because so many people did that. They changed it to where, like, you only got, like, $40 a day or some shit like that. And people were still So people were literally just going through training and then quitting? Over and over. The same people. Wow. They, like, they would say, like, I I can't do this or it's not right for me, bad time, whatever. They'd leave. And, dude, Coltec would hire them back, like, months later. Does that place still exist? Yeah, but it's got a new name now. Oh. Teleperformance. That makes more sense for 2019, I guess. So... I may or may not have worked there. <laughs> so you have. Yeah, something like that. Something yeah, like that. Something like that. Yeah, that was a that was like my first sit down phone job post the band. Like we played the um we played the what do you call that? Uh Warp Tour stop here. We played that and I I wanted to quit before that, but I wanted to get into that for free and mm-hmm. go see the other bands and shit. So post that I quit and then I think maybe three weeks later, I was working at that place. How'd you land the Warp Tour gig? Uh, some kind of fucking online. Oh, like a contest contest thing. It was like us and one other band from Ohio that got on that stop. But it's kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. Played on the stage with Bowling for Soup. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, yeah, I think there's a um, there's a whole video like start to finish like. Um, who all's there? A bunch of kids you would recognize, like from the hardcore scene. There's a ton of them, all in like the pit and shit. Hilarious, yeah. Um, but I also worked for 
uh, a place doing magazine subscription renewals. Ugh. Yeah, no, no. You would think, ugh, right? I, I had a friend um, who worked there, and I said, look, I'm not, I'm not cold calling people and trying to fucking sell them magazines. Like, I can't do that. And they're like, it's not really that. It's people that already have magazines. They already have these subscriptions, but their uh, renewal date's coming up. And it's just getting them to renew. And I'm like, okay. I'm like, it's actually really good money. If you're, like, even remotely good at it, it's good fucking money. It's <laughs> probably the best per hour you've ever made. And so they tell me. And I'm like, all right, cool. I can do that shit. Uh, the catch was they only wor- let you work maximum of 25 hours a week because no health benefits and shit like uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, that sounds like a benefit, too. You're telling me I can make decent money and not have to work a whole week? I'm like, sign me the fuck up. So I get that job, and I'm calling for places like Woodworker's Journal. Uh, and then all of a sudden, one day it pops up. It's like Playboy. And I was like, oh, shit. And then let me tell you, those are the hardest sells. You would, you'd be surprised because most of the time when you call, you get, like, the spouse or significant other. Oh, and you're like, hi, I'm calling on behalf of so-and-so, like the name pops up on the screen, yeah. um, and I just want to renew their magazine. Are they around? They're like, what magazine? Well, it's a... It's Hustler? A, yeah, it's a magazine I should probably discuss with them, though. But you could always count on, like, uh, Highlights for Children and Woodworker's Journal and Bon Appetit. Like, those were ones where it was a no-brainer. Like they Ranger would, Rick? <laughs> uh, <laughs> is that from Highlights? It was a National Geographic. Oh. It was a uh, young preteen kids nature magazine. Did you get that shit or something? Yeah. <laughs> Why? And there was even – because I was a kid. Yeah, but did you get highlights? No. See, that's what I'm saying. Highlights was like – highlights was the one you were supposed to get, but you got some nature shit. Yeah, I got Ranger Rick and then the National Geographic had one for even little littler kids called My Big Backyard. Wow. Yeah, my brother got that one. You guys, you literally got, you got like the uh, Christian household versions. And I got the just run of the mill, just standard penthouse. Yeah. No, my brother had Playboy. I found him. I, we talked about it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I knew where all the good shit was. That's how I learned about like Anna Nicole Smith and Jenny McCarthy and fucking Pamela Anderson. We were literally just talking about Anna Nicole Smith today. Sierra and I were talking because she had, we were talking about her, uh, that product she had, Trim something. I can't remember what it was now. Trim Spa? Trim Spa. I feel like that's it. Yeah, is that it is. It? Yeah, that's what it was. We yeah. were talking about that this morning. Why do I know that? I don't know. See? I wasn't I wasn't just looking at her for her looks. I was listening to what she had to say. Trim Spa, baby. Remember? Oh, yeah, that is what it was. <laughs> yeah. I never really liked Anna Nicole Smith. She wasn't she wasn't my type. I was I was a big fan of uh Pamela Anderson back then. I was into Jenny McCarthy. Dude, Jenny McCarthy's on that. Have you seen the show The Masked Singer? Yeah. Th- then you know she's on that. Yeah. Um. Pretty pretty cool show. I won't lie. Like I sit there and watch it, and I'm like, I don't know. I want to. I want to guess everybody. I I haven't figured out anybody. Uh, I it it is still weird to me. You would think there would be some sort of like muffling of her voice, at least a little bit. Mm. And they sound super crystal clear. Well, only when they sing, though. When they, when they, because post the performance. No, I know, but like when they sing, you would still think it would still, because you're still inside a thing. You know what I mean? Even if it is like 
The screen? The screen. I don't know. It just seems like there would be a lot of muffling. But I will say that I've been a little suspect on that as well because they're two seasons in, right? And thus far, I haven't heard any like, you know, like this, like rubbing on the screen or anything. I haven't heard anything like that. Um, But one of the last episodes... Some kind of stage, there was some kind of stage light or some shit like malfunctioned and the woman got shocked and did actually stop singing during that part and then picked back up. So she missed like two words and I said, oh, it is real. Wow. Like because I've been under the impression that they were putting on the show and this shit was like really them singing but studio version Mm. because what the fuck? Like how are so many people good at singing? Like everybody's pretty okay at singing like there's some that are amazing and then some that are just okay <laughs> how is everybody so good at like how is everybody okay at singing especially the motherfuckers that were out there like it, it's like football players and everything else i'm like y'all aren't like you're not that how is everybody so like that gifted yeah so i don't know i'm still suspect on it if somebody knows the answer tell us we're at one hour we're doing pretty good. I feel yeah. like we should maybe wrap this up in 15 minutes and just stick with these whole like hour and 15 minute. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I'm, I keep thinking about having to jump my fucking Jeep. Keep having to. Th- I keep like I've checked out of that world for a while and come back. Oh, yeah, the Jeep's still not working. So on more than one occasion when I have had to jump something, I always have to look up how to do it. You know, there's an order. There is. But it, it it's not like gospel. No, I I know it's not. But still. I think I've told you this before. Not many things like freak me out when it comes to maintenance and or repair. One of them has always been any type of getting shocked. So like electricity or like batteries. I get the worst fucking anxiety in the winter. Like when it's like time to start getting shocked by the doorknob. You know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Like everybody gets shocked by the doorknob. And when it comes wintertime and the heat's on and the shit starts happening, you'll see me come to the doorknobs and go, (laughs) <laughs> and like tap it real quick because I have the worst anxiety about getting shocked by doorknobs or anything. So batteries are another thing. They make me, I don't know, they freak me out. No, and car batteries are pretty intense. And you, pretty you juicy. Not those, yours. <laughs> touch those things together. <laughs> you know. Yeah, make the sparks. Can't that fuck up your battery though? Uh, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of rules. I don't think anybody follows, but there are a lot of. But it's just, you know, you're supposed to just do it. In order and then reverse order when you take it off. But it's it's really like some people put the ground on the metal on the car. Some people put the ground on the battery itself. You know, like it's just some people do it differently. And yeah. Some, I think it's supposed to be the car. One of our friends is going to come and come in here and DM us, us and be like, you're idiots. You're going to fuck your car up if you don't do it this way well, every time. I can tell you it'll be we'll, we'll for sure get some we'll get some DMs. Brian. He seems to fucking, every time we start talking about man shit, he knows all the man shit. Uh, ben, who I've mentioned several times. Um, matter of fact, Ben reached out. I think we're going to have him on. I can't remember when. Maybe I put it on the board here. Oh, uh, the, the episode on the 27th. Damn, I'm wondering if we should reschedule that because that's still during Sober October for you. We is should be a drinker? I mean, everybody is. I, I can, it, we'll figure it out. Yeah. If not, we'll push it out once. Oh, and I did get a hold of uh, Josh. And we are going to do one with Josh as well. So cool. starting to actually line some some guests back up. Um, So, yeah, just uh, just 
to put this out there now before we get over there. I'm not touching any of that shit. I will pull my car up. I'll give you the jumper cables. You got to do it. That's fine. One, I have a white shirt on. It's a crispy. It does look crispy. This is one of those fucking Walmart shirts, man. It look, it's got, it's like good around the arms. It looks brand. It's not, new. it's not. It gets washed with all the black clothes. Wow. It wow. just, dude, I'm telling you, they, there's nothing like these shirts. I feel like my white shirts touch my other clothes and just turn dingy. I don't separate into white clothes. Anymore. I don't either. It, the The only thing I do separate is I put like work clothes <laughs> differently because I dry them and I want to immediately take them out. But like socks, underwear, regular clothes, like if they stay on the dryer for a day, fuck them. But work clothes, no, they got to come right out. Well, when I say work clothes, I mean button ups and shit. I don't, Not Carhartts. No. <laughs> <laughs> nah, dog, my Carhartts can stay in there for a week. <laughs> I ain't no fucking Carhartts. I'm ready to start selling gear, Colin. Oh, yeah? Like yeah. what? Uh, just, I mean, just anything I'm not using. I think I have like a 5152. I have a Mesa cab. I've got several guitars. I Like that one guitar over there, the EC1000, like I sometimes forget I have it until I show up and it's just there and I'm like, oh, that's mine. I've never played that. At a show. I've maybe played it a few practices. Really? Yeah. I bought it as a backup to my other guitar. Got it as a really good deal. I had a, another EC-1000 because um, they hold low tunings like extremely well. Well, the other one could accept a string at like a 60. That's a pretty fucking beefy string. I mean, there there are seven strings that don't come with 60s on them. Um, that one will not. Hmm. The, the tuner is just different. Like the tuning head at the top. It just doesn't accept the same thing. So I can only put like a 54 or 56 through that. And so it wasn't like a direct one-to-one replacement. Weird, because my EC400, I think it's got 72s on it. 72s? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people, what they'll do is they'll buy new tuning. They'll buy like the tuning heads from like a seven string and put the the top six, right? Yeah, see, I use seven. I use slinky sevens and just throw away the high string. Yeah, so, so it, it, people do the same thing with their tuning knobs. But for whatever reason, I can't get a fucking 60 through that one or hmm. whatever I was trying to use. Um, and then I switched to Ibanez guitars. So then I bought a couple Ibanez guitars, and I just have never looked back. I don't use my EC stuff at all. Hmm. So I have, like, the the black uh, and silver, like, silver burst one at home with active, uh, like the EMGs. No, 1,000 as well? Yeah. Yep. So they're both 1000s. 81 and 85 EMGs? Yeah. And this, what's in this one? The passive. Oh. Um, whatever comes with it, I don't even know. Yeah, my EC400's got the EMGs in it. Yep. And then the two Ibanez, uh, the one Ibanez has the bare knuckle pickups, and the other one has whatever the DiMarzio, I think it is, that they built for the Iron Label guitars. Um, it might not even be, I can't even fucking remember. But we played them last time, and you hear the, the huge difference yeah. between those two guitars. For sure. All I'm going to play from now on are going to be either the bare knuckle stuff or the Fishman Fluence pickups. And then, you know, I got all kinds of other random shit, Colin shit. You got some of my gear. I do. You have like two things, right? You know, I actually was playing with that Tube Screamer tonight, tonight, actually, yeah. with my EC400. And I feel, I got it sounding pretty gnarly. That, that's, that, is that give you the small one? Uh, that has the same chip in it from the original Tube Screamers, like the Japanese chip. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the fucking J whatever numbers it is. Um, it's got the same chip in it, so it sounds pretty good. But I have another. I have another um, 
Tube Screamer, if you like to tinker with things. This one has a little bit of fucking uh, static on one of the pots, but you can take it <laughs> and tinker with it. All right. Did you, uh, you gave me a trivial thing, right? Yeah. People uh, walking their dogs that's on right. their bikes. And I fucking, I defended it. <laughs> but <laughs> And I backed down. All right. Let's just wrap up for the day. I, I literally don't have much going on. I've been just such a homebody. This is, I, the last three weeks to four weeks of my life have just been so exhausting. At home, I've just been kind of like, uh, so yeah. I'm not, I'm, I got nothing. I know. That's the same with me. Oh, I have one more thing. <laughs> it just, it dawned on me. I meant to tell you this. There's a really good taco place up by me. Uh, oh, yeah? It's by work, actually. Um, It's called Tula Taqueria. You got to try this shit. Um, Generally, if the place is Taqueria in the name, it's good. Yeah, this place is fucking really good. And the owner, like, works in there. Like, he's, whenever I've aired any grievances with anything, whether it's their, like, online ordering, he's, like, he's also apparently the guy that, like, does the website. Mm. Like, this dude does fucking everything. So one thing that annoys me about the website is every time I try to place an online order, um, it you got to do it like forty five minutes to an hour out, and that's fucking crazy. When I'm just trying to get some, like I have this expectation because of uh, Chipotle, right, where your shit could be like ten minutes away, and and you're the kind of guy who will say something about it. Well, I just asked. I said because they're also across the street from me. Like yeah. I, it's so fast to get there. I should just walk over or call. Could, yeah, I was going to say, don't they have a phone number? They do. Um, so I asked him, I said, is there a particular reason why your online ordering is like, you? it's always bare minimum, like an hour or 45 minutes? He goes, yeah, it's because I have a shitty online ordering system. He's like, <laughs> just real as shit. And he goes, I'm in the process of upgrading it. I was like, oh, okay. He was like, I've got the new one all set up. I just need to drop it onto the website. And I was like, oh. There it is. Very nice. But you got to try this place. Um, I think I've had it like once a week for the past I don't know. Tula's? Yeah, T-U-L-A. Um, and I've been eating it a lot. And my wife wanted tacos yesterday, and we fucking got Condado. And I'm I'm finally, like, I'm ready to just say I, I am comfortable never going back to Condado. <laughs> I'm serious. I like it a lot, but it is just not Mexican food. It's not. And I've, and I've given it at least 10 chances. And wow. every single time, we threw half our tacos away. I got three tacos. She got three tacos. We got three different ones each. And everybody always tells me, oh, don't build them yourself. That's where you're going wrong. You're trying to build them yourself. Let them uh, sell you, or buy the curated tacos. Fine. No, fuck that. Well, I started off only by only making them myself. And then I did this hybrid where it's like I made two and I would always buy one off the menu. Yesterday, I got all three off the menu, and all three were just garbage. I ate the whole first one. I don't remember what it was. Next two, I ate half of each of them and was like, I'm fucking throwing these out. Uh, speaking of tacos, I had the <laughs> surprise at the airport in Milwaukee at that Miller's Tavern. You know, Miller's Ale House? Yes. Is that it? Yeah. It's a chain. Uh, yeah. And um, this is Milwaukee, you know, mm. where Miller Coors is. And, uh, um, I got these tacos on the menu and my God, it was the worst. They were the worst. They were like, uh, flour tortillas, but then it was like barbecue beef brisket with no sort of Latin American seasoning at all. It was like barbecue 
brisket. Yeah. And then there was like some cheese and just chopped up iceberg lettuce. And then there was like a cilantro lime aioli that was pretty dang good, but it couldn't save. Uh, it, there was, and then there was like a corn salsa. It was just too, so many ideas in one place. Then with on brisket, it was gross. That's how I feel about Condado. I, again, I'm done. I'm just ready to throw in the fucking towel on Condado. I'll believe it when I see it. No. Ten, 10 chances. Dude, it's at least. <laughs> I, the first time I ever had uh, Condado, it, and I don't even know if it was Condado. I'm pretty sure they have a either a sister store or a location up in up near um, shit up near Cleveland. What is that suburb? What's like the hip suburb up there? Lakewood. Lakewood. Does Condado have a location there? I think so. Okay, that's the first one I ever went to. Um, and I was kind of like, okay. I dig what I dig the whole sit down, order at your table, give me a little piece of paper. Like that's kind of cool. I dig that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I started getting the ones here, and I've had all of the ones here. I've had the short north, the downtown, the fucking Polaris. I've had them all. Is there another one? Easton. I didn't have that one. <laughs> that's where all the good shit lives. Uh, and I'm just done. That's it, man. This is me. Hang. Usually, you know that sort of thing after like the third time. Well, because everyone seems to fucking like it. And that's why I was like, I'm just giving it chance after chance, just thinking I'm getting the wrong thing. I just had to take my mind out of it. I'm not going to, I'm getting some weird American idea of it. it, I still stand by the thing. I do think it is just elevated Taco Bell. It really is like the, it, like they have their version of a cheesy gordita crunch. Yeah. It's the double shell thing. It's, right? it's what is all the garbage we can put in a taco shell and. You'll like it. Well, you started saying like it's a bunch of things that don't belong together for the Milwaukee place or Miller House or whatever. Um, and that's how I felt about this one. I was eating the taco and I'm like, what the fuck am I eating? Like it, it was like uh, pulled pork but with like a jackfruit barbecue sauce and mango habanero salsa and shit. And I was just like, what the fuck is going on in my mouth right now? Anyway. Miller that's Ale what House. she said. Ah! All right, we yeah. need to end this. <laughs> yeah, Miller's Ale House I think is from Florida originally. Oh. If they're not from Florida, then that's the first. Well, all place I know is that we're not going to get any uh, Condado endorsements anytime soon. Fuck, fuck, fuck Condado. Fuck Condado. Episode twenty-eight.